Welcome everyone. Today is September the 6th, 2023. This is our All Lives Matter call with Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, um, myself, Johanna Chan, will be assisting them. And um, before we get into our topic today, I want to go ahead and share this disclaimer. This presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be um, talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Dr. Alex Lloyd, David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, guys, take it away. Thank you so much, Johanna. I'm Alex Lloyd. Uh, the good looking guy in the blue is Dr. David Peck. And we are trying to help people in 12 months or less increase their emotional well-being by 100% or more. And our intention is to give you for free everything you need in order to do that. That's why we're here. All right, today, uh, David picked this topic, but it's one of my favorite topics because I think in the field of psychology, it, it may be one of the very most misunderstood issues of all. And, uh, and, if, you, and if you start understanding it correctly, I think it can really enhance your life, your happiness, your health, um, all of the above. So Dave, take it away. Okay, thanks, Alex. Yeah, um, so we're, this is the, uh, the final segment of our seven heavenly virtues. And we're down to number one, which is humility. And uh, that's to counterbalance vain glory fool's pride that we discussed uh, several weeks ago. So yeah, what Alex said is the misunderstood is so true. Before having studied the healing code method and the whole system, I really would have thought that humility was like, oh, being humble, like, oh, yeah, no, not me. It's fine, whatever. But in fact, it's not. It's 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 understanding the truth about yourself and being honest about that. And so that was actually a, a major revelation for me. Me too. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, so here's the uh, here's you know one of the an example say, and I've ta I've talked about my humility issues in the past that I've struggled with and have um, healed many of uh, related to my generational um, personality. Um, I call it the Pex personality, but include. Includes being like a Mr. Know-it-all and holier than thou and judgmental, hypercritical, condescending. Wait, 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 time out, time out. Does, yeah. does, does that count, Dave, if you really are a Mr. Know-it-all like you are? You know it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good truth, point. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's no such thing. There's no such thing. Anyway, um, so, so that's one part of it, but what what an example that I'd like to give. I hope I don't uh, make this sound the wrong way, but say Alex says, you know, I'm good looking, right? He calls me good looking. Yeah, every time, you okay? are. Okay. So 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 okay. Well, that might be true. It might be true. Say like if you ask nine out of ten people, they might say, yeah, he's good looking. Okay. So and that might be true, but but does that change who I am? Do you know? Do I do? Does that 
should I be saying, oh, you know, I got to make myself look good so that I can have someone tell me that I'm good looking? Well, no, that's not it. You know, we're, we're all given gifts and it might be true. Yeah. So many, many people may find that I'm good looking. That's fine. And I like and that might make me feel good to be you know, told that I'm good looking. But but that's not me. You know, that's not my core self. And, and, and so um, what I have to tell people, want to tell everybody is that everybody has gifts. You know, man, that might be a, one of the gifts that I've been given by God, but everybody has gifts. And, and to find those gifts and to, you know, really understand what they are. And it could be anything. Um, I think that's that's really the goal, one of the goals. And and part of the issue has to do with not being able to see ourselves clearly. And and that's where this sort of programming, self-hate, self-shame um, comes into it. Because that's keeping us from seeing what we are and our gifts. And I'm blaming, again, I'm blaming the controllers of the television set and the advertising and everything in society. Now, you might say, you might say, Dave, well, you know, we, we, we have to, we have to compete and we have to compare. And that's one part is don't, we don't want to compare. That's, that's, that creates disparities but you say oh we have to compare we have to compete well if you want to have a job you have to compete for job yeah you can compete and you could and 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 you, comparisons might come into it at that point but it's not that you believe them you believe them to be the truth about yourself and this is again where we get to the authenticity so um And I said this the other the other day, but you know, we're we're products of nature. We're perfect in so many ways. When you really think about it, we have talents. So many talents that are tapped and untapped: our intuition, imagination, creativity, telepathy. These things, you computer can't do that. AI can't do that. So. We need to get in touch with ourselves and what our real strengths are and our powers. And and it's almost a it's a monumental task in many ways, because like I said a minute ago, we're up against forces that are controlling us, that are trying to keep us in that mental slavery. You know, I could call them control freaks, actually, but keep this in in our. Oh, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. And all these things. It's always going to be that way. So it's a monumental task, but we need to keep going and we need to try. And, and as people wake up to this and they see the difference between being controlled and enslaved and hating ourselves and all the diseases that go with it and the suffering that goes with it, as opposed to being free and authentic, then there's gonna, there'll be a tidal wave of people that will come forward and want to do this, just heal it. Use the healing code, use the trilogy processes. Heal those drivers, those unhealthy memories, those, you know, un all those unhealthy um, things that keep us down. And, um, and, and learn the truth about yourself, your gifts.
Everyone has them. Anyway, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Amen to that. Um, a couple of things I've been thinking about this week <clears throat> in preparation. Um, in 23, well, in, in 30 years of doing counseling and 23 years of the healing codes, <clears throat> um, I've had a, a number of female clients that were objectively gorgeous in their physical appearance. I mean, Miss Americas, um, runners up and second runners up for Miss America who won their state. I had I had uh, a wonderful lady a couple of months ago that that was her story. She'd been Miss, and I'm not going to name the state, but her state and then was like second runner up to Miss America. And here's what I've learned from that. Um, I've never had one female client who was that good looking, who did not have huge problems in their life related to their good looks toward, uh, and, and, and my interpretation is that with almost every one of them, their, their physical appearance had become their primary identity. And so um, when, when, you're, when something like that, that is physical and that changes in every one of us over time, uh, when, when those kind of things are your primary identity, it really puts you in a dangerous place because if those looks start to decrease, then your self-worth decreases, but it's even worse than that because most of those clients of mine one of the reasons they were seeing me was because their, their self-worth and identity was very low. Now, why would that be if they were looked at by everyone that saw them as being very beautiful? Well, it's a good question. Thank you for asking. Here's, here's the reason. They're being viewed basically as a piece of meat rather than a person. By who? Yeah, by us, by and who, why is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 what was even more amazing to me about that is that some of them grew up in homes where I knew the parents or met the parents and and had conversations with them and thought, my goodness, was this lady blessed to look to grow up with those parents. So it wasn't really, it, I don't think, the parenting. It was school and social and that sort of thing. And and ladies and gentlemen, that was for me predominantly before social media existed. So you can imagine how much it's gotten worse today with everything almost being judged on social media, including cancel culture and and, and all of that stuff, okay? And it is so dangerous for very beautiful women as they age, because if their identity was their looks, then their identity is going to go down, 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 the older they get as those looks fade. And I grew up thinking humility meant weak, basically weak. Uh, 
either you are weak or you've chosen to be weak. And ex and I grew up feeling exactly the way David said a minute ago. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, but that yeah, but I'm not I'm not very good at that. I'm not ladies and gentlemen, that's not humility. And the first time I ever heard this was by a, a preacher that was one of my favorite preachers. And he was defining it in his words based on the original Greek and Hebrew or Aramaic language, uh, the root underlying meaning of the word. And what he said was that what it basically means in English is to believe the truth about yourself, to be honest with yourself, to be honest with others. If you're comparing yourself to others, which is not the greatest thing in the world to do, but if you do that, to keep that in mind, that, you know, there's a, no, the best looking person uh, you've ever seen, there's a better looking person than that somewhere, okay? So if that's how you're comparing, you may be good 90% of the time, but still 10% of the time you're going to be in trouble because that person is going to be better looking than you or more skilled than you or better than that than, than you or whatever. But ladies and gentlemen, believing either one of those, either inferiority, which is really what that, oh yeah, but I'm not worthy of that. That's really inferiority. And the opposite is just as bad. That's a feeling of superiority, that I'm better than everybody else, okay? Either one of those are a lie, okay? Uh, we've, got, we've got a double board certified surgeon on this call, all right? David, David, let me ask you a question. Yes. When we dig into the actual body, Okay, get past the looks under the skin to the actual heart, brain, organs, functioning, immune system. Are we all radically different or are we all pretty much alike? Yeah, very, very similar. I mean, there are differences. Yes, but very right, there, similar. Are. there are, but, but we're very similar, right? Yeah, we all not have a gallbladder and a liver. Yeah, <laughs> not really to the point that I would look at you and say, you are inferior or superior to me because of your ethnicity or... No, that really doesn't exist. We're all mostly alike, regardless of our skin color or ethnicity. Now, with some ethnicities, there are some health differences, more prone to heart disease or more prone to this or more prone to that. But by and large, we're alike, not different in what matters most the functioning of your brain your heart your immune system in those things we're pretty much alike um, and, and yet we're, we're taught to focus on the exact opposite that's right on the stuff that doesn't matter that the tiny little part where we're different and and if you think of it that way isn't that absurd isn't that absurd that we're almost all alike but we focus on that tiny little percentage that we're different. And the difference is not even good or bad. It's just whatever it is for that ethnicity or culture or, or whatever. But yeah, it's ridiculous to me. And then um, I, I'm sorry to repeat myself because I know I've said this on several of these calls. 
But um, one of the most famous Christian writers of all time is named C.S. Lewis. He was English. He wrote best-selling books in America, best-selling books all over the world, movies made recently about those books. And probably his most famous book, um, no, it wasn't that book. It was another book. But um, he talked about humility. And he made, um, he made an analogy to like Satan and demons. And he said, and this is this is fictitious, but he based it on truth, okay? So the fictitious part was Satan was talking to his demons about how they were terrorizing an individual and maybe not doing it well enough. And Satan said to the demon, whatever you do, I don't care about all the other stuff, whatever you do, do not let them develop humility. If they develop humility, we've lost them. Okay? <laughs> and um, and to C.S. Lewis, and he writes about that in some of his other books, humility is maybe the most critical element of all. Because if you have humility, you will love. You will tell the truth. You will do behaviors that are not just good for me, but win, win, win for everyone involved, okay? Believing the truth about yourself as opposed to uh, inferior because of looks or because of mistakes I've made or what we might call sins or whatever is ridiculous. To look at myself as superior because of looks or talents or good things I might have done or do in the future is also ridiculous because we are equal. We are equal. Ladies and gentlemen, can you get that through your head and heart? We're equal. You're not better than, but you're not worse than. You're equal to me. Okay? If some of you are thinking I'm some big whoop, you're wrong. We're equal. I tend to think of David as big whoop. But you know what? As much as it's hard for me to believe it, he and I are equal as human beings and people, okay? And so is Johanna, who is our wonderful host of this call, and so are you. You are equal. You're not better than. You're not worse than. You're equal. And you know what? If you really think about that, that every one of us, old, young, rich, poor, American, Asian, Korean, Japanese, German, we're all equal. If you really pray and meditate and think about that over some time, not just a sentence or two, you know what I've you know what I've experienced? It is one of the most freeing things. I have ever experienced in my life to come to the conclusion that there is not a single person on earth better than me. There's not a single person on earth worse than me. We are all equal. In a way, you could say we're all one, regardless yeah. of how we look or where we live or what language we speak. And that's what 
uh, John F. Kennedy said in his famous speech, we may have differences, yeah, but about the most important things, we're all human, we all breathe the air, we all want the best for our children. In the, in the important ways, we are all equal. So if you are watching this feeling like you are inferior to anybody, you're wrong. If you're watching this and you feel like you're superior to anybody, you're wrong. But the great news, you're one with me. You're one with David. You're one with Johanna. We're equal. Yeah. We're we're on the same level. We're on the you don't have to be intimidated by anybody. You don't have to try to impress anybody. Be yourself and be honest not only with others about but with yourself about yourself. And you know what? That is one of the most freeing things I've ever found from emotional slavery that David loves to talk about, emotional slavery. And he's right. One of the biggest culprits of emotional slavery is having a wrong view of who you are, meaning you do not have humility. If you're, if you're inferior, that's a humility problem. If you're superior, that's a humility problem. Either way is not humility. Humility is the truth. All right. So, Amen. Every, everyone should think like Alex Lloyd. I'm serious. I'm serious. So, uh, now, Dave, go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. But now, but the, I just have to say this again, is that, you're so right. I so agree with you about all of that. It's so true. And yet, all you have to do is look around yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And we're constantly being bombarded by the exact opposite message. Yeah, that's right. That and we're or, not. Or, or Dave, or Dave, that I have to buy this to be uh, okay. Or I have yeah, to have yeah. that to be okay. And, and and just going back for a second, because we talked, you talked about beauty. Beauty's a person. Okay, why is it that you have some older people that age very gracefully yeah. and grow in their beauty? Yeah. Not everyone that was young and beautiful turns out to be bitter and ugly in their later years. Yeah, and yet. And, and I'm convinced that in the past, years ago, it wasn't like that at all. But it's right. because of those mental slavery control methods and, and all the pressures that go into having physical beauty that we create that in ourselves. That's right. And so, yeah, so there's hope. The thing is, the key, I think, though, is you have to think the exact opposite of the way you're being told to think yeah. and the way you're being told to behave. Yeah. And and that's the only way you're going to maintain and you're going to grow your beauty and everyone's going to become beautiful. You're going to have be your own beauty, you know, and, 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 and you'll you'll actually as you get older, I'm sure I'm I, I guarantee you that if there's not bitterness there, because that's what makes people look, you know, ugly, the bitterness, I believe, the anger, the pent up frustration that's been put in there that has to be healed. And these tools can do it. The healing code in the trilogy, you can heal all the, that mental trauma, that those memories that drive the bitterness, the unforgiveness. 
it's not there's it can ha it can happen old and beautiful that's right young and beautiful to old and beautiful that's right absolutely okay dave let you anyway ready? yes sir so we we pray to heal all any humility issues that are created from outside that are put into us that we create into ourselves and put onto others and to believe the truth about ourselves that we're just products of nature where we have so many gifts and to become authentic in ourselves and to be able to acknowledge who we really are and the equality and the similarity between all of us as humans and so we pray to infuse humility true humility into us in every way mm -hmm. amen okay okay first first position okay I, this is six positions left hand temple right hand jaw left hand temple right hand jaw and ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to propose a new use for social media. If you're on social media, next time, make it your intention to stand up for and encourage someone who other people are tearing down. Mm. If we all started doing that on every platform we go on to, I think over time, it'll make a difference. And focus on the truth yeah the truth has to be told it has to be told even to otherwise yes if there's it, it truth truth has to be told so many people lie to themselves about themselves it's amazing yes truth to ourselves but truth universal truths truths in history also have to be rectified and they will be truth yeah. will always come through in the end Second position, left hand temple, right hand Adam's apple. Hey, Dave, I have an yes, idea. How, how, about, how about a phrase, all lies matter? That sounds great. <laughs> I wish I had thought of that. <laughs> because that's really what we're talking about. Yes. Yes, we are. All lies matter. Some, some genius came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna, you're gonna mess with my humility issues out. <laughs> no, I know you're working on me. <laughs> okay, third position, both hands temples. Both hands temples. No, I, I'm the tiebreaker, Dave, because I know Johanna would say that, that that's genius too, or I think she would. <laughs> So two against one. We're all amazing, amazing machines of nature. Yeah. Just think about like you eat one piece of bread, what happens, you know, how, what your body's doing, all the chemicals and the cells, everything that's, we can barely even figure it out. We really can't. Yeah. So complex. Third, fourth position, both hands, Adam's apple, both hands, Adam's apple. And the intuition, telepathy, we're only starting, we're only scratching the surface. There's so much there. Yeah, the action at a distance thing is still freaky. 
energy. Okay, left hand, fifth position, left hand, Adam's apple, right hand, bridge. Left hand, Adam's apple, right hand, bridge, fifth position. Sixth position, both hands bridge. Sixth position, both hands bridge. You have to do the exact opposite of what you're told, basically. Yeah. So, you know, you're, we're being we're being told we should envy people. We should want all that just yeah. the exact opposite that, that that's a good that's a good policy to live by just do well, these and, and we're being told that because people want your money you're right they're driven by all this material and the greed and etc yeah all those satanic forces basically i believe they're satanic they're, yeah you know, making us hate ourselves and give up our freedom and our not have any our, our own not being in touch with our own nature. Who's doing that? Who are the people that are doing that? We can't name them here, uh, but we know who they are. It's the wizard behind the curtain. Yeah, that's right. The greedy one, the greedy one who's who helps us, makes us worship money and, and sex, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay, position one again. Left hand temple, right hand jaw left hand temple right hand jaw second position left hand temple right hand adam's apple left hand temple right hand adam's apple By the way, ladies and gentlemen, you may be thinking, why are we talking during the code? Uh, you don't have to be quiet during a code. Uh, we've actually tested that with heart rate variability. It may work a little better if you're meditative, but it absolutely works even if you're not. You can do it in front third, of the sorry. Go ahead, third, Third position, left, both hands temple, third position. Fourth position, both hands Adam's apple, both hands Adam's apple.
Fifth position, left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. Left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. And sixth position, both hands bridge, both hands bridge. Okay, that's two cycles. Okay, uh, acupuncture point, side of the hand, temples, under the nose, little finger, under the arms, middle finger, under the nipples, under the eyes, thumb, middle of the chest, collarbones, eyebrows, index finger, sore spot, chin, and the 9G procedure. Eyes open, closed, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right. Circle your eyes, circle them back the other way. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> All right, let's activate governing and conception vessel four times. Four times. If it hurts, you're pushing too hard. This is called yin and yang. Been around a long time. The science says it calms the central nervous system. Okay, now healing centers. Let's start with forehead. Please open and harmonize. Heart. Please open and harmonize. Forehead again. Please open and harmonize. Throat. Please open and harmonize. Base or root on the pubic bone. Please open and harmonize. Crown. Please open and harmonize. Under the belly button, please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach, please open and harmonize. And then let's do um, both hands forehead. Forehead and the uh, prefrontal cortex and what it's connected to is basically your conscious mind, will, and emotions what we call 
willpower plus our thoughts and emotions. And now both hands over the heart, slow, deep breaths, one after the other, let the code process. It will keep working for at least 30 minutes. A code, a code can work for weeks, but it, it lasts a minimum of 30 minutes, and it should be better in 30 minutes than it is now. So I would recheck it after a while. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes, come back to the day and make a note of any changes in your zero to tens. And I apologize, but I'm going to have to run. I'm sorry. But I love you. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Johanna. Okay. Bye-bye, Alex. Bye. Okay. So we have one question. Uh, oh, okay. So this was probably best for Alex. Um, for Trilogy Wellbeing, that's a new program he just launched. How much time does it take each day? Um, it's really, I mean, Alex may address it a little bit different of what he might suggest, but it's really up to you what you feel comfortable doing. I always say it's usually good best uh, a minimum of twice a day. Some people could do a lot more. Uh, some people only need to do one. So it's really an individual thing. Um, if you have any other questions uh, for David, you can raise your hand, star nine. He's going to raise your hand if you're on the phone or um, or the web. And I don't, don't, have <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any. Okay, we're going to end this portion and open it up for... Um,